can one exist without the other? Baphomet, Baphomet, bitch I am the Baphomet Balance and duality, you only know the half of that Baphomet, Baphomet, bitch I am the Baphomet Balance and duality, you only know the side. Yo, welcome back to another episode of Mad Track Talk It's your boy Luke, aka Lucifer the God I'm here with the manic maniac, the lucid lunatic, known for his insane, emotional, high-energy performances and genre-defying versatility. The song you just heard, Baphomet, my boy, Psycho Sloth. How you doing, brother? Sloth. Damn! What's good, bro? How you doing, man? I'm great. I'm great. It's glad. It's a blessing to be here. Thanks for having me, No, of course, man. uh, The blessing of working with Jordan is that I get to meet a lot of dope artists and that we've been able to bring them on the show. Yeah. So it's been rad the entire time being able to bring on very versatile group of people yeah, anytime. He's connected to a lot of oh, yeah. dope artists out yes, here. Yes, especially sure. out in this area. A lot of homies. Yes. Everyone I talk like, so I was talking, uh, last week we had the thought on and I was talking to him nice. and he, uh, I was, I was like, yeah, I'm having sloth on hopefully soon. And he's like, oh shit. Yeah, dude. Sloth's the homie, dude. We like, and it's like Absolutely. you talk to each person, and it's like they're the homie, you know. So I just love the energy out here. You guys all have this like awesome like camaraderie. It's like, yeah, dude, let's hop on a track, you know. Yeah, we, I've done a handful of songs with him. He just dropped a this nine oh nine posse cut when with uh, nine artists, and the song's nine minutes, you know, for nine oh nine day. Yeah. Um. So I was on that. What's a nine oh nine day? Um, it was just September 9th. It's just, we're all, the area code's 909. 909? Our, oh, okay. All of us are like okay. 909. So, okay. like, all the I homies, forget, like, I, I, it's basically. I'm from the 805. Okay. So, it's okay. like, I'm always like, ah, 808's close to us, the 818, you know, and then I didn't know there was 909 out here. Damn. Yeah. Oh, hell. Yeah. Oh. Cam Gnarly even dropped a song called The Nine. So, the Nine? You know, Fuck yeah. Uh, Dude, I was just thinking uh, about yeah, uh, Cam, and I was like, oh, fuck, I can have him on the pod. I was you like, should. oh, I'll have him on next Please time. Please do. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will for sure. So jumping right in, um, I guess we kind of want to, like we say here, we talk all the things mad, all the things tracks, and all the talk is here on Mad Track Talk. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I love your music because it's, it uh, not only does it have many different vibes for different songs, especially if you listen to the lyrics. Thank you. If you intently listen to the lyrics, there's a lot of the songs, it's like there's a huge message behind it. And it's like, it's not just all like super hard, but like that's how he portrays it. It's super cool. It's it's rad as fuck. Yeah. Um, So definitely always love your energy. Even when we were in the studio and we recorded that one, we were doing that one song and it was fucking, it felt fucking good. We still got to finish that. Oh yeah, we do have to finish. um, I'm working on getting a lot of lyric videos done because I realized like I say a lot of shit and some things may go over the head yeah, sometimes like people. when you're just like vibing out. Yeah. Um, so I like to give people a chance to see like everything I'm saying. <clears throat> Excuse me. You're good. <coughs> it's like perfect timing because I had to burp too. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's that good. Okay. Yeah. It's that good. <laughs> um, where were we? But yeah. Um, With your, so I'm getting a lot of lyric videos, videos done. Um, Focusing on that lately, so um, people can see everything I'm saying because I don't want people to like miss yeah. certain like little gems and 
I kind of sprinkle little here and verses there. in there, yeah, for <laughs> so, sure. Yeah, it's it's nice when people like recognize like the little like punchlines yeah, or yeah, little yeah. clever things you yeah. put in the song. So definitely appreciate. Yeah, that, yeah, bro. dude, because <laughs> it's um, that's something like I think as a, an audio engineer too for me is that I listening deeper into songs too because you start hearing like more of like okay that that's what they said and they switched it up at the hook and here's into the verse and then. You know, they kind of did this certain thing. So it gets yeah. a little bit more technical, I guess, when I listen to music. And I guess when Mike, who's behind the board, he just went to the restroom, I'm pretty sure, but he'll be back. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we need the sound effects. <laughs> I wish he was here to do them. They're funny as hell, guys. You're going to love them. They're fucking great. But um, <laughs> fuck, where was I? Stoner head right here. Uh, what am I saying? Oh, let's just get, I guess, jump right into it right behind the music. Um, what kind of got you in first got you into like getting start laying out tracks and your vibe and stuff when did that really start like forming how did um, that start well I kind of like started loving uh, hip-hop and rap like probably like late middle school age um, I would like secretly to stay up late and watch like MTV jams and yeah, shit yeah because <laughs> it's the only time it's on yeah it was like it was those were fire times. I, I was like super inspired by like early Wheezy and like I literally like got bapes and stuff Hell in yeah. high school and like <laughs> tried to like <laughs> match his swag and shit. So um, I was like heavily influenced by like Wheezy and like that era uh, growing yeah. up and uh, yeah. kind of like drew me in. Um, and I, I started off like liking like rock like metal a little bit of like hardcore post-hardcore type stuff mm, i'm with you um, i loved like system of a down and slipknot and those types of bands dude for sure. i was all about um, i'm all about slipknot and those been like i don't know those two backgrounds kind of like formed that. merged and like that's kind of like what birthed my style yeah i mean there's like many more influences than yeah. just artists from those two genres yeah. but those are like two big influences so that's, that's like when i started blanket. like writing like i started writing by like early high school so um does that what like, like uh the reasons when why. you're writing <laughs> like what motive like what do you are you in like what setting is like are you in are you like by yourself are you um, like what's that like what's the process um for you always by myself in my room high as fuck yeah hope i can say that <laughs> no, dude, this is a weed friendly podcast i hope everyone knows that this is uh definitely 420 friendly. <laughs> All right. As they would say but on yeah, Nintendo, um, 420 friendly. I just get in like this mode, this vibe that like I can't get out of. Like nothing gets me out of. Like I don't nice. get hungry. Like no distractions. I just get, get in this zone. And um, I feel like I channel like emotion and I kind of like purge it and let it out. And it yeah. comes out via the lyrics. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes like the universe kind of like speaks through me in a way and like yeah you get kind of helps me vibe and you get that channel that get that energy out yeah like there are some lines that come to me and i don't know where they came from like i feel like i didn't think of them i feel like they were like gifted to me yeah and then i like it, write it down and then i like expand on it um that's kind of like my process so like i don't always write in order yeah sometimes i'll write like the 13th bar first it'll just come to me like 
this should be here for some reason. Yeah. And then I'll whatever the next ones will come to me, I'll write like I might not even go 14th, 15th, 16th. I might start the beginning after that. You know, like it yeah. just it really depends. It's really like chaotic in a sense, but like it works for it me. It works. Yeah. It's a it's a organized chaos. It, yeah, it feels natural. It like it feels like I'm not trying to sit here and, and like write a something. full structure yeah. like no line one, line two, line three, all the way to 16. Yeah. I feel like I'm more like free flowing when I write and I let it like come to me. Like I kind of like just think deeply and things just come back to me. Yeah. In a sense. That's good though. <laughs> yeah, but that's like, so. and that's a really, um, that's even good for like, I do a lot of that with like self-reflection is like, yeah. just like deep thought and then getting into those like deep emotions and like getting those out, which I have realized that I need to start writing them down because it yeah. helps getting it on paper. And then like, cause I, even for me, I'll be driving and I am no ra- rapper or artist at, at any means right now by any <laughs> means, but I do like writing poetry and doing that. So it's like, sometimes I, I just think of these like nice little fire little things and I'm like, fuck, yeah. dude, I wish I had a piece of paper. I could write this down. I always need, yeah. I need as something that uh, the thought said one time, he said he was driving on the highway one time and he literally pulled over, put his hazards on and he had to like write it down. That's, he would do some shit like yeah. that, man. <laughs> Shout out to him. But that's like <laughs> dedication. One, one tip I could say is if you think of something, you don't want to forget it, say it at least three times directly in a row out loud. And even if you forget it, the drive home, you'll, rem- you might remember it later based on, it just popping up because you like already said it a few yeah. times. Just that little like repetition. It might yeah. help you remember until you get to some paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. It's it's there's repetition. power in writing things down for sure. Yes. It's like an extra level of like manifestation, mm-hmm. I feel like. Definitely. I've been so doing you should. Yeah, I do that with uh to do list now. I I write my to do list with a want and a need to do list next to each nice. other. And then I'll like go through and I'll be like, all right, this one, this one, this one. Just so I'm like happy with like the day, you know? Yeah, bro. Priorities. <laughs> yeah, priorities for sure. When you only have so much time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, You hey, started dude, in high school. Before you continue, yeah. can you spit out your gum, please? Oh, fuck. My mouth. I apologize, guys. Thank you. Damn. Got I totally him. forgot. I totally <laughs> forgot I had my gum in, guys. I apologize if you hear that like the entire time. That was just in there. <laughs> I totally forgot I was in. That is my bad. That's so bad. <laughs> Do that in post. <sighs> We're back. All right. So back to the music. All right. So when you create your music, you said you uh, you have a lot of hip hop influence. You have a lot of um, rock influence, which I can say that like I showed people. Um, some of the music I listen to, which is, I kind of, kind of relate to your music. I listen to like Ghost Main, I listen to uh, Suicide Boys, right. Bones and all that stuff. So really hard stuff. And that's nice. like, and I vote, and I, sh- I remember showing something and they're like, Jesus, like what is going on? Underground Kings. Yeah. So it's just <laughs> like, for me, it's just like, oh no, dude, this is like a combo of the hip hop and like kind of that punk rock that is like in there together. And I definitely get that vibe. Yeah. Is that what would you describe as like, kind of like your music kind of? Um, I mean, I but did, you have many ebbs and flows, right? Yeah, that out there. like I have a few different styles. Yeah, of course. Like I got like Baby Claw, which is like that soft, melodic, auto tune, mm-hmm. emotional music. Um, 
But in terms of like the psycho sloth, really ragey, aggressive stuff, like I, I don't, I didn't really listen to a whole lot of punk music per se. Mm-hmm. Um, more like on the metal side. Um, I also like I try to be in a post hardcore band before. Like I, I used to scream, but like we we just never. We had like a few people and we tried to put a band together. It just never worked out. Never find like a drummer and yeah. you know another person we needed at the same, same time. time. And just, but, it's hard to get a tight-knit group my, my like, roots, that like that together. And I, do that. I grew up like trying to be like Anthony Green and Johnny Craig and Kurt and Vic Fuentes and shit. Yeah, and just going <laughs> like on the post-hardcore scene, you know, like Pierce yeah. the Veil. Dance Gavin Dance was like my one of my favorite bands of all time. Okay. So they really influenced me um, early like 2007 or 8 to like, you know, high school days. Yeah. Um, so just um, more like metal, hardcore, post-hardcore. Okay. Argus Burns Red and like some uh, more brutal bands, yeah. I guess, like. Suicide Silence yeah, and Windsor Suicide Plague. Silence is yeah, like, definitely. I've, I've seen them like four or five times each, like at different shows and warp and the tours and like is, and just the pits, man. Uh, that, that's the energy I want to bring. Like I I just like I want a wall of death, but I want a <laughs> circle pit. I want like Fuck chaos. Yeah. I like that. You feel me? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I uh so that kind of brings us into kind of one of the other topics is um, you've done a lot of performances. I was looking through kind of like your your IG and that you yeah. you do a lot of collabs and a lot of performances and that you bring this, everyone says you bring this high energy. And I, I watched the videos and it's high energy. Absolutely. So, so, and like keeping that high energy through a show, how how is that? Like you have a lot of energy in the whole show. It's awesome. It's the internal rage for me. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, like it, the reason is because like there's a lot of, anger and frustration built up against this current system that system we're stuck in. And like, it has to do with that. And I feel really co- connected to the collective conscious. And I'm a firm believer in that and feel real connected to everybody in the universe. Yeah. And so like, like it just makes me angry that all the injustices that are happening Happening. right in front of our eyes. Um, so I, channel that and I let it out when I perform. Yeah. And I mean, obviously we haven't been performing as yeah, much lately. Right now. Yeah. So like, you know, it's a little tough. Yeah. But I still be performing in my room to myself just to like do they get that let energy. the energy yeah. out. But yeah, it's just it's like therapeutic. I, I feel, yeah. I feel like it's the healthiest way I can think of to let all this shit out because you can't um you can't let it build up. Yeah. You it's the more you let it build up, the unhealthier it's going to be for you. The more run. stress, the more weight on your shoulders you're carrying. Like, uh, you, you got to channel it somehow. Um, in like, as healthy a way as you possibly can, you know? So, that's music's, like… Music's a pretty healthy… I'm, I'm very thankful to have that any platform. I'm super thankful for productive culture and Shout out brick productive to your culture. face and yeah. everybody who's throwing shows, shows. Black Noise. Yeah. Um, Dude, everybody they're crazy. Black Noise is a crazy collective. I like a lot of the shit they, they, got throw, they throw together. It's Absolutely, dope. yeah. It's dope. Can't wait for um, the next like hip-hop awareness fest. Yeah. Less no, uh, uh, post-Rona. <laughs> yes, exactly. But 
Yeah, man. I'm I'm super grateful that there's a scene for us to perform. Um, also Pomona Loud, like they throw like super dope open mics. And I think there's actually yeah, I one saw on some, Wednesday. I saw some videos for Pomona Loud. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I've performed there a lot of different times. Yeah. Um What's open that? mics, everybody keeping the scene alive, providing a platform. Shout out to you. <laughs> Sloth loves you. <laughs> Dude, and that there's able to be still be platforms because it's crazy. Because I actually my job when I first came moved out here for internship was gonna be I was working for Rhino Staging, which they do all oh, the nice. stage work for yeah. like Coachella and all like the big events out here in LA, right? Fire. And then all of a sudden like COVID hit, mm. and then so everything shut down, right? Yeah. Um. So then like they had to like sorry, you know, we have to cancel everything, you know, and cancel all the events. So it's definitely still refreshing that we're able to do like essential Saturdays and do like ripple effect and stuff like that, where we get to do still live shows, you know, on definitely on a smaller scale, but you get to reach almost so much more people because it's on that content and online. Yeah, it's absolutely. it's very interesting where it's the shift. How have you adjusted with that shift um, since this whole thing has going on? Like, have you is has it been a blessing almost in disguise for you where you've been able to work real? Uh, well, I, I don't know. I don't know about. A blessing because like there's a lot of horrible well I, happening. for the social but side like, for sure there for, is for things. you mean i mean i get what you mean in terms of like having a lot of free time when like a lot of us were just only staying so home you, is yeah, all yeah, we yeah, could do your, your, so i mean like i did focus on music a lot and just kind of i was just trying to stay sane honestly <laughs> i feel that i've been trying I to knew, stay busy as possible as i knew like the way people were treating it here it would last a long ass time yeah. just because People be selfish, bro. <laughs> Low key. So yeah, and it's just the the awareness of like just being aware of other people. Um, even if you're not like about like, cause even if you're not super about the mask, you wear the mask just because it's a nice thing to do. Yeah, it, it's I, a nice it's thing just, to do. I have a general understanding. Respect for yeah, other respect human for other beings' people. health. Like, yeah, it sucks. Period. Like, I get it. It sucks because sometimes I forget it in my car and I'm like, God damn it, I gotta grab it. But it's all right. You know, you gotta do what you gotta do. It's a minor inconvenience. Yes. Like, the fact that people complain over it just shows how, like, you know, privileged, yes. entitled, insert. Yes. Other descriptor here. Yes, <laughs> everything. Everything. You know. So. Definitely. Um, and with, like, the the current status of everything um, with Black Lives Matter and everything that's going on, I definitely, you hear it in your music that you uh you're fighting for those things and you see, I see a lot of posts like that Absolutely. I love I love um one of them that was like for uh child sex trafficking that was like against like child, child sex trafficking and all that I think yeah. that's really important that something that maybe isn't in the limelight as much that we should be uh like talking about more we talked about that last oh. time with uh, the thought yeah and uh his experience Absolutely so it was just um uh I definitely like Praise to you that you're you put your voice and you give a voice also to those people that don't have a voice sometimes yeah, that you, you know that that can't. Yeah, I mean, I, like I feel like if you have the knowledge, like it's your duty to spread it. Like, period. I, it's like a blessing to have access to this knowledge. So, like, I want to like sprinkle it in my music just so people get these messages. And like, I'm trying to like make it cool or whatever, essentially to to like. <laughs> talk about this in the music like, yeah because like i feel like people shouldn't i feel like people look at people who talk about this sort of thing frequently and like 
you know, they kind of like, oh, you're, you're too political. You're too. Yeah, and it shouldn't that. be that. And we like, need to have a conversation I, I about it. I feel like it's only considered politics when it doesn't affect you, like low key. I, I feel like it's people's lives we're talking about. Yeah. And it's just politics just because it, it doesn't it's directly affect, affect you. you. But I don't really see it as just politics yeah. ever, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Because well, so, because it's the it's the misinterpret when politics get in the way it's the misinterpretation that people don't matter it's oh well it's politics you know it's just how it goes well that's not how it should go yeah that doesn't mean it's okay <laughs> that doesn't mean just because exactly. it's normal of what you've been used to doesn't mean it's cool to do that means we need to change we, the normal no, <laughs> yeah we need to make something else a little bit more normal you know maybe a little bit more openness a little bit more communication and not so much hands moving around and bullshit going on and like yeah. mis misinformation for people. Yeah, for sure. It's just, it's insane with the things that are going on right now. And to have a platform like you do, it's, it's great. It's awesome. Well, and yeah, if, say if there was an artist, artist out there that's like listening to this podcast or, you know, what would you say to them if they wanted to, you know, like get their music started, get their voice out there? Um, I would say write a lot of your ideas down, even if you don't have the full concept fully thought out yet. Just write them down and then you can expand on them later. Um, also, like when you start writing, you may not be like happy with what you're doing, but you still... The first stuff you write usually is trash, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. I have the notebooks as proof, bro. I have an old notebook. Shit is ass. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, you just gotta be persistent with it. It's like an art. You 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 train yourself same way you work out. It's like your brain's a muscle as well. And like the more creative you get with it, the more connections you make in your mind, the better vocabulary you're going to have, the better flow, better range, um, everything. So it's just a matter of practice. Don't worry about plays. Don't worry about numbers. You might get five plays on your song. It does not matter. You just make the next song and try to get six. Yeah. Take one step at a time. That's it. Don't worry about numbers too much. That's a really good, some really good advice. I mean, even to me, it's, a, you know, you're pushing the fire. I used to be worried about numbers too much, but nah, it's, it's not the wave. Trust me. <laughs> to get your message out there, that's the most important thing. Get what you want out on your platform. Keep it authentic to you, yeah. Um, because people are going to be able to tell when you're fronting. <laughs> people, it's, it's not going to match. Something's not going to be consistent. <laughs> so, yeah, just keep it authentic. And, you know, your your sound will grow to match um, your ideas and to be able to fully communicate them through sound. For um, sure. With practice. Yeah. That's uh, even with like producing of late. That's something that I've noticed is that like you really just get it. It's yeah. Put your head, you know, nose to the grindstone as much as possible. 10,000 yeah. hours. And I feel like that's not enough. Yeah, because I feel that's like it's like, a, especially me. with music, it's a lifetime almost. It's just like, geez, yeah. you know, you could keep going and going, oh, well, I could pick this up and do this and, yeah. you know, go to this different avenue. <laughs> so uh, besides music, do you have any like other hobbies besides music? Yeah, um, I like video games a little bit. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, 
play like Apex, FIFA, Apex. 2K. Um, mm. Started playing Spellbreak, this new game. Really? I haven't, I, dude, I've, ever since I've been going hard on the audio stuff, I've been like, video games have been like a pest. Really? Yeah. I mean, when it's I can. It's very rare. Yeah. When, when I can. can. <laughs> when I'm like, oh, I need a veg. Priority. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the priority's got to be the music, but like, you can't force yourself to 24 7 be creating. Like, it, you get burnt out like that. Your, your ideas starting becoming saturated. You start, it, you start producing what I like to call like filler. You're, you're making filler like it's like some one piece shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Small so, stuff that come along the way. Yeah. I just, um, I mean, I'm, I'm watching the playoffs too. I like some sports nice. here and there. Um, nice. who's, who's your uh, team for the NBA right now is the Lakers? Yeah. I, uh, I want I, LeBron deserves rings. He's the greatest. He's yeah. the goat. So. He's a he's a an insane individual. <laughs> he's an inspiration. Man. Yeah, like, he's he a great is. guy. I don't understand how anyone can like hate him. I, it doesn't make sense to me. All he does is good things. Yeah, and even like <laughs> it's so funny. So even when I see, I love when he does like a comedy piece in like a movie or a show because he has this really sarcastic like uh like fake stardom thing he does where he's like, oh yeah, like let me just like grab my wallet real quick. I'll pay for lunch. You know, stuff like that. That's super like, obviously kind of douchey, but like he's doing it as a joke because like he's not, he doesn't flex, you know? Yeah. So it's like, super humble. he's very humble. He just like, he, he has his kids, you know, and he's a great dad, you know, and he, he uses, he's, he uses his platform too. And, and especially with what's happened this year and the fact yeah. that like we, he's still going, he lost a friend, a dear close mentor. And it, yeah. it's been a year, man. For, I think for a lot, for everybody, it's been a year. It's been a very big year that I think we've looked at ourselves and that we see that we need growth as a society. Oh, yeah. That it's time to time to wake up. And it's not just all about you. You know, it's about yeah. the collective here, <laughs> you know? Yeah, we're always taught like such an individualistic point of view, like every man for himself. Yes. And like, I feel like that doesn't work. Like, on the long term. Community is where it's at. Like you want to be able to trust other people and share ideas with other people and collaborate and share resources. Like it, sh yes. it should not be so combative. Like it, it shouldn't be how it is. No, <laughs> definitely not. So like I really, that's what I love about that hip hop in general and also the IE music scene such like a sense of community um, that like I feel free to express my particular ideas about everything. And people are going to accept and you for those a ideas. Space, yeah, where everyone's accepting and loving about everything and not judgmental. And so like I got mad love for the IE. Yeah. Um, and I'm from Pomona, so I'm, I feel like some people try say like oh Pomona's not really Dude, IE but if you're living anywhere west of here <laughs> I, or northwest of here everyone not considers LA. everyone yeah you're not LA and everybody else over there in the west considers you IE so, so everyone's like yeah, oh like, yeah inland empire yeah so i mean i just i've always been with the IE homies like Noah Cam oh, Wayneville <laughs> oh no easy <laughs> <laughs> um Zen Soul thought you know um everybody out here so a sense of community is what's going to get you further than every man for himself because there's going to be someone who has something that you need that you don't have. Yeah. Always. 
And then if you've been shitty to that person. It's not always money. It's not always material things. It might be support. It might be friendship. It might be anything else. Emotions, like, you never know. Um, Yeah. And I just feel like people shouldn't be so combative um, when when they don't need to be. I mean, obviously, people are going to disagree. Yeah, but that the whole point of being things, human but... <laughs> is that we that we can disagree on something and that we understand each other's point of view because yeah. people wear different, you know, different hats and they live different lives. But it's the understanding of saying, okay, yeah, me and Sloth, two different people, but we can still walk side by side and have understanding of each other's problems, issues, yeah, things that are going absolutely. on around us, you know, that that matter. You know, so yeah. it's like, I think that's where we've lo- we've gotten so caught up in 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 just like the day to day that we kind of forgot about the other stuff, the yeah. behind the scenes. You know, like oh shit, we yeah, still got to sure. worry about all the other stuff in our society that's going on. Yeah, keeping up the democracy and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> but- I mean, just being humble to other people. You know, that's something that I feel is like it's been like, geez, like just. Humble. Yeah, be humble, I mean, man. Like, understand. I mean, it's hard when people become so privileged. They start expecting things. They start becoming entitled to things. So it's it's hard for when it's a norm to yeah. become humble. But you know, it's something that's necessary Sorry, for um, sure. But it's not to say that, um, on terms of like disagreement, like that doesn't really apply across the board. I would say the same. Yeah. But like for the most part, like we can have different opinions, but like we can't disagree on racism. No, yeah, exactly. Everybody's like, okay, that's people, negative. Don't, don't take that and, and twist it yeah. into like, oh, we just have differing opinions on Definitely. certain things. No, you have to come that's a together good and factor. stand against certain evils. Yeah. But like, yeah. Like, yeah, no, definitely. That's a good defining fact. point of view and opinion and like try to understand point, first point. before, yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a good defining point for sure. 100%. And especially with the times right now where it's like, there was something that my, um, my uncle said with, uh, kind of like the status quo of things that are going on right now. If you're somebody who knows something shady or bad is going on in any premise, you by, by like, I always say by proxy are, I like using that. So I'm going to use it by proxy. (laughs) Um, are, they're not good also. If they're doing something not good, then you, if you know about it and you're not saying and speaking up about it, then you are also at fault. Absolutely. So Ooh, man. Uh, this, yeah. I, like when you come into the situation of what we're coming into with, with police officers and killing black people and, and, and it's not, and even it's safe, it's even not, right? It's just the aggressive nature in itself. It's, I thought it was innocent until proven guilty. Exactly. That was the whole thing. So that's where this whole like defining line, it's like, okay, dude, you're using it a little too. You got to know when to stop. Yeah. You can't use that for those instances because. Just because they have a record? Silence in the time of oppression implies compliance, period. Like if we're. Exactly. If we're seeing this happen, like, and we're just okay with it happening because we're cool in our lives. No, you are literally part of the problem. And MLK said the biggest threat to black progression is not the hooded KKK member. It's the white moderate who stands in the way of progression. 
And I truly believe that as well. The people who are silent and okay with how things are, when no other nation kills as many people as we do, as we do and supposedly the greatest country on earth, like well, the richest country on earth with so much homelessness, homelessness, like no, yeah. you are literally part of the problem. So that's why like, I, I do talk about that a lot in my yes. music. I say that multiple times. Yeah. White silence is violence. We're not free till we're all free. free. Your love and compassion should always extend beyond your identity. Like that's th- that's where that comes from. Like yeah, that's why, that's why I brought it up because I know this is it's a big like you said it's a big platform for you to get your voice out there. And I think you are saying a lot of things that people don't want to say. And I think you're saying the things that are right things to say is that hey, dude, yeah. this is not right. Why the hell is are we standing by and saying it's cool? Yeah, like like I, I mean, yeah, I know. A lot of people don't want to talk about that. And I know a lot of people don't even want to hear it. Yeah. But I think those people are the people that need to hear it the most. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I will always sprinkle it in my music. And like, yeah, I may not have like full verses that are like all exactly yeah. talking about that. But I, there are references. There are always little cryptic messages. There's always things in my music talking about that because… It's what I'm truly passionate about. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't think it's right to try to live a life in peace when there's so other, so many other people suffering that don't have that equal chance. So I think we should fight to give everybody access to that before we sit and be comfortable in our own skin. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, oh, yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree that it's. Absolutely. It's changed. It's um it's not so much about um like we we talked about it. it was the it's the individualistic thought. You know, it's that that sense of everybody lives in their own reality and that, you know, my reality is the correct reality. You yeah. know, and in that and that's like, well, no, that's you can have your own reality. It's not that you can't live your own life and have your own thoughts and faiths and beliefs. That's fine. But it's having the communication skills and the awareness that things are wrong. Yeah. Certain things are wrong and they shouldn't be going on. So yeah. why are we saying it's cool? So, exactly. you know, and, <laughs> and like they're bending it in a way to like make it seem like it's okay. Oh, well, you know, it's just a smack on the wrist. So no, because other people get treated otherwise, dude. Yeah. Other people get treated in a manner that is not fair. Absolutely. You know, and if anybody's ever had a run in with the police, I my personal experience has never been positive. I've been, I've never had a good interaction <laughs> Um, and this is not speaking I, to anything yeah. against my stepfather. He is a police officer, but he is, he's a good, he's a good man. And I've met the people and that he's with and that they're very good people, but it's different there, dude. It's a small beach town. This isn't Los Angeles. Los Angeles is big and there's a lot of issues. Yeah. It's different. You yeah. gotta, but you have to have an understanding that it's not the same where you are everywhere else. Yeah. And the police as a whole have this power over the citizens. They have too much power. They, yeah, and they so- can commit violence with Immunity, like yes, that's not that's a right. law that's written. That's not normal. Yeah, yeah. We shouldn't be seeing this much violence against our own citizens and being okay with it just because you see a headline that says, Oh, he stole, he shoplifted a bag of chips before yeah. the cop beat him. Like, nah, dude, that, that doesn't justify the like fact. how that's like me. Nothing that's like, justifies a life. <laughs> that's the thing that's funny though. It's like when you're a kid, right? They say Oh, well, like, say me and Sloth were playing as kids. You steal my toy. I don't come up to you and sock you in the face. Exactly. I don't go, hey, 
boom, that's mine. Teach our kids that's wrong. That's wrong. You're not supposed to fight back. You're not supposed to. You're supposed to use your words. You're supposed to communicate. You're supposed to deteriorate the situation. That's the point. De-escalation is what they're supposed to do. And they don't, they choose not to do that. That's the problem. It's not that they just don't do it. They choose not to do it. And they choose when they do it. And they choose to do it usually when it's a white person with a weapon. And I see so many instances of a white dude pointing a gun at cops. And somehow they magically detain him without shooting him or have a scratch on him. Yeah. How how did Dylan Roof get arrested and get yeah. taken to Burger King with not a scratch on him? He killed nine people. They didn't beat his ass, but like people are getting harassed and profiled and beat for and killed for no reason or yeah. for minor infractions. It doesn't yeah. justify it. And definitely, who, you cannot possibly ever try to justify that. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, I have no respect for anyone that tries to justify that. Well, it just does not work. <laughs> it's also the thing. It's also the thing of it's not. It's not te- necessarily forgive and forget. It's if they have something that's happened in the past and they've served their time and they've done their due diligence and whatever. Back off, bro. Yeah, because that's something that I've seen very much is that they'll treat you differently. They treat you on a whole nother level of escalation if you have a prior on your record. Yeah, and even if it's something small, even if it got dismissed, and if it's there. They'll treat it in a is way different situation. Oh, yeah. And it's very interesting to see. And when you come into these hot situations, the fact that other countries do three years, three years of training, or you have to have a degree or something like that, it's very interesting that we ourselves, that me and Mike as audio engineers had to go through nine months of school, and then we have to do a 280 hours of internship before exactly. we can even fully be hired. Right. We're not, we don't graduate. So yeah. that, that's something that I'm like, how can you not get behind that? That they Absolutely. need education. Come on, dude. Yeah. How do you, how can you not know the law? Because that's, what's causing a lot of these that I see. They ask someone to do something that they don't have the authority to ask them to do. Like you cannot ask me to get on the ground when you just walk up to my window. Like what, what is the reason you're they pulling call it me detaining. over? What, like, it's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's too general. You, it's too general. You need to know the law in order to enforce it. And you cannot learn the law plus training to be an officer in six months. That's just ridiculous. Well, I mean, even if you think about lawyers, how much school do they have to go to? Exactly. You have to go through a four-year degree and law school. Exactly. In most other states. In California, the only state that you ha- can just take the bar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so... Like everything about policing needs to change. And like the thing that's preventing that is like the police unions and how strong they are. I mean, they have so much power and funding. So it's like super hard to, it's, well, it's basically impossible to yeah. reform. So that's why everybody's saying like defund, De- or, defund. Abolish yes, or whatever yes. the police, yeah. because we just need an absolutely different system yeah. because it's gone too far. They have too much power. And no one willingly gives up power. Yeah. Look at history. <laughs> Definitely. So. That's for sure. Um, Excuse me. It's also, like, along with that, it's, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a duty and it's a responsibility. You step into that line, man. Um, that's a big role. Your whole, you, for me personally, because my mom, she goes, why don't you just become a cop? 
you know, it'll, it pays well. And I said, why would I become a police officer if I don't have the drive to protect and serve? And like, if I'm not like, that's what I want to do. I want to make sure I protect the people. It's not that I wouldn't, I don't protect people. It's just that like, I don't want to be that guy that pulls someone over and ruins someone's life. I don't want to be that guy. That's not my business. Absolutely. You know? So it's like, she was like, I'll oh, just do, you know, it's great money, great pay. And they do this and that. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's not the point. The point is that you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to get into it to like protect and serve. Yeah. And it's not, you know, ticket and shoot. It's not, that's not, or, you know, take care of the situation the way you, the most hostile possible. It's just very interesting Yeah. to see how things play out yeah. all over the country. And, and the huge problem with how easy it is and how small of a barrier there is to become an officer mixed with qualified immunity attracts like evil people honestly there's they have gangs in the police and they like count bodies like there's like like sociopaths because that power is like addicting to people like they they feel the power over others and like that's all they care about and when you have people attracted to becoming an officer without the intention to protect and serve, that's dangerous to the people and counterproductive to protect and serve in the first place. Yeah. So, like, it has to be different, very different, way more difficult. Yeah. You know, like, it, you have to change everything. It's a, <laughs> And the scary thing that I think about is, is it's, a, it's the change in that, and it's also us as a society. Like it's, it has to be a big flip and a big, like, we're in this together, guys. Like we all live here. Absolutely. You know, like we all live here. We all live under the same federal government. We live under the same rules and regulations that are implied. They may be different state to state, whatever, but like the whole point of being here on this planet is to be a productive human, have understanding the golden rule. Yeah. Easy. Right there. That was the one thing where they teach you in kindergarten, the golden rule. Absolutely. Don't do unto others that you wouldn't do to yourself. Yeah. I think we really got to <laughs> resensitize ourselves <laughs> to all this violence because we're like seeing it every day on the timeline. Yep. I mean, if you have social yes, media. Yes. And, uh, I mean, social media is great. I love it. It's a great invention. And it outreach. allows us to connect and, to so many yes. different people around the world. But we're exposed to so much. Um, violence you become desensitized and start becoming more okay with it and i'm not okay with violence against any american citizens it's just not right i mean it's not necessary it's really not um it's it's yeah we just have to change the way we see it and what we're okay with as well like the change is also in us it's not just the police yeah definitely yeah like having that, the the know how, and it's it's a it's a very trying time. It's and we'll see what happens at the end of the year. Um, it's going to be once the election happens, and we'll and the new year happens once the actual like coron like what do they call it? Is it coronation? I always think coronation. What's it? No, what's the day that they like pull the president? Is it, it starts with an I? Inauguration. Inauguration. <laughs> right, that's what that is. Yeah, I don't think it starts with an I though, but. Inauguration. Inauguration. I think it is, does. This guy thinks I <laughs> spell. This guy. Um, so, back to the music. But 
that was totally related. Um, I also kind of wanted to, uh, I totally forgot to bring this up. So I kind of put certain magazines out for the artists, per, for the artists. So I put Ooh, fire. Yeah, Lil Wayne. Thank you. Ooh, fire. I put Lil Wayne out because I definitely, he had that, he started that first little wave of that auto tune and that, you know, that, that vibe. And I think that you definitely bring that. Um, I got one of fire. my, one of my favorite like producers right here. We got RZA. And artists from Wu Tang because I Amazing. thought I thought that you uh, definitely represented that you know that that frame of mind of openness and community and he definitely has that he has this, he has a great mentality on love Wu Tang yes Rizza, yes Liquid Sword I had on repeat all really? know, growing up hell yeah throughout high school and fuck yeah after you know yeah so um, and then we got the roots me. because um, they're very active. And uh, yeah. and social activism, and I know yeah, you absolutely. are. And I put and uh, nice. Jordan asked me, he's like, "You put Michael Jackson down?" And I said, "I put Michael Jackson down because I think uh, Sloth uses his voice as an instrument, kind of like Michael Jackson did." Wow, that's awesome! <laughs> Thank you, man. especially that's from our session because you're like, "Oh no, I got this! Like, I got this!" You know, you were very meticulous. It was really cool to see how you were like, "No, yeah, this is the one. Like, I can get this perfect on," and it was yeah. really almost awe inspiring to see. How like you're like no it has to be it has to be right there, you thank know? you man that's, yeah that's fire that's an honor yeah no dude I a I think legend. It, yes uh, definitely yeah his voice is super inspiring um he did so much with it so yes definitely yeah I I uh, inspired I, by yes all these all these artists. cats <laughs> yes definitely good call good choices yes I'm glad <laughs> I choose right I got I'm glad I'm very glad um nice. What uh with the IE guys in this area, what was what has been your most like what has like been like the best like <clears throat> excuse me, best collaboration, oh. like your most funnest <laughs> collaboration? Um in terms of like making a song. Yeah, like making a song and like um, sitting in the studio and like doing that the whole bit. Writing was then soul and uh thought. thought for sure. Dude, I thought I, I really like that guy. He's a really cool guy. Yeah, He's man. Really cool guy to um, talk to. Zen Soul, they're just they got that infectious vibe hip-hop positive yes. vibe i just can't help but like nod my yeah, head when they're flowing and it. just like they're always smooth they're always smooth Fuck so, yeah um i, I like and you were that was a you worked with them, them on that jack on that nine nine the nine track yeah nine nine track. um excuse me jack put that together i was on that and then there's this other song i think it's snakes in the grass Let's check with out. jack and Zen Soul and myself or something. Snakes. I, I think it's on SoundCloud. I don't know if it's on. <laughs> Snakes on a plane. Snakes on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I can't remember exactly, but I think it might be that. <laughs> I don't know. Who is it by? Off oh, the Good Weed. It's, it should be on Jax. The Thought. All right, let's a see. SoundCloud. It. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go maybe look list. up the thought and then psycho sloth in the search bar, and then all of the songs that we did might pop up. Um, this guy knows. The the one with Zen Soul is so dope, bro. Dude, uh, we were listening to I like that song, like the Gamer Girl Bathwater. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was a like a a postmodern analysis on like you know <laughs> the whole bit gaming, <laughs> gaming. Uh, and uh. Like only post only fans culture, you know, like <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I'm playing. I'm making shit up. Now that was funny. Yeah. I really, I really liked it. I thought it was awesome. We started playing it and I was like, okay. That was fun to make. That was hilarious. Um, the thought, actually, when he was making like merch for IED, which is Inland Empire right. Distribution. Yes. Y'all should check that out because you can get merch from a lot of IE artists like me, uh, The Thought, Zen Soul, um, Fourth Dimensional Hitchhiker, um, Infinity Chakras. So there's a lot of artists that you can support on there directly. Yes. And all the money goes to them. They just opened the their uh, website and everything, guys. Yeah. It's really cool. Check it out. Sloth's got his shirt on there. IED. It says Sloth Dam. I got my Sloth Dam shirt. Damn. And then um, I didn't know. And the thought ended up making a gamer girl bathwater shirt. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I was dead. It's on there. It's on there. Really? It's next to it. It's that blue one. Um, I thought it was hilarious. It was like the artwork that he used. <laughs> Dude, why is my so, guitar uh, acting up so weird? <laughs> Yeah, um, Zen Soul was really dope to work with. Um, it just flows real easy with them. It, they're really tapped in, tuned yeah. in with the universe, I feel like. Yeah. And so is the thought. It's, it's just, the, it, the music comes easy with him. Dude, the um, lyrics that he, we, like natural the session spitter. we just had, and the verse that he laid down, bro, with like everything that's going on and like how he worded it and like, I was like telling him, I hope he didn't think it was weird, but I was just like, bro, that is a, f I was just like, dude, that's fire. Like the whole time I was like, dude, that's a fire verse. Like that's insane. Like <laughs> that was so. Sometimes you can't help but give props. To dude. <laughs> it was, and I even told him in the interview, I was like, it just seems like, uh, it's so like, I'm like, yo, you just have these lyrics that are just like, it just, how did he make that work? And then all of a sudden it works and then it goes with the flow and it's like, it's, it's, it's insane. Yeah, man. He he just I feel like he has a good knowledge of music theory. Yeah. Note placement and you know, he knows how to control lot. his voice very well. Yeah, he does he a good job good, of that. Good music knowledge yeah. for sure. So yeah, he's the homie. You should check out his catalog that yes. just, just runs deep. <laughs> yes, the thought. Yeah, as we had him on uh last week, the um the episode will already Ooh. come out by then when this one drops. So Definitely, if you haven't checked him out already from that episode, please go check him out. And especially in Inland Empire Distribution, they got a bunch of dope stuff on there. Thought, Zen Soul, Johnny Bars, Noah James, Cam Nar, Jam Cam, all the IE people. Yep. Check them out, bro. And I, dude, I had so no, much talent. I had no idea that the scene was so strong and like the community was so there when I came in and started working with Jordan. Cause I'm from, I live like 80 miles northwest of here in Camarillo. California. So like by them outlets. Yeah. Literally <laughs> by, by the outlets. Yeah. That's, that's the only way I know that. Everybody <laughs> that only knows Camarillo because before no one knew what Camarillo was. And then everyone's like, oh, they built that? The outlets. Everybody <laughs> goes to the outlets. Yeah. The Camarillo that's outlets. Crazy. Yep. Oh. That's where I uh reside most days. I'm glad you uh were able to get a glimpse of like all the Artists out here, dude. Jordan, dude. I I had no clue. This man's like puts things together, man. Dude, uh, there's times where I'm like, <laughs> like they're like, oh yeah, like Jordan, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like I guess. Like, For real. Yeah, I'm like, how, yeah, how do you know him? Yeah, like where do you know? Oh, I worked with you know so and so, and I'm like, fuck, all right, cool. He mixed one of my projects. Yeah, in like 2014. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh yeah, that's crazy. 
Um, as, yeah, good dude. As far as, um, <laughs> so who do you, who would you say you would like, as far as musicians, I think you kind of brought some of your influences up, but who do you, do you have like someone you admire right now that's Ooh, doing yeah, music? A lot. Um, there's this new kid, Tizo Touchdown. I don't know if Tizo any of you know him. No. I saw him because he posted on Twitter a video of him. He just jumped on a table and started singing into like a flower mic, a bouquet of flower mic, and like responding to a fan's letter and talking to them. And I thought that was just the coolest thing. And that inspired me instantly. And I didn't know who he was. And uh, one of his songs um, was really fire. So um, What's his name? I got to write it down. His song's Strong Friend, I think, that I like. Um, it's real. It's real good. And it's real t- positive, it's, but real what, deep. What's his name again? Tezo Touchdown. T e z o. Um, he's real dope. I, he doesn't have a whole lot of music, but he's. I'll check him out. Real dope. Um, R- Rico out. Nasty. I adore her. She's fire. Rico, such Nasty. an inspiration. We we'll have to check him out. Rico Nasty. If you haven't checked him out, guys, oh check him god. out. Oh my god. Um, who else? Solange is an inspiration vocally to me because like what she does with her vibrato and her carries are just godlike. <laughs> her vocals are That's amazing. That's rad. Oh, um, yeah. Solange inspires me for sure. Um, aggressive people. of oh, Flatbush Zombies. Nice. I loved like discovering Better Off Dead was a real big defining yes. moment for me really um, and like their message was fire I loved they them have, they always have loved positive. them positive they have a really good positive um, energy Joey Badass and like MF Doom is mm. a huge inspiration to me like I like weird stuff I like aggressive screamy yeah. stuff I'm listening to Heat Wave lately Heat Wave <laughs> <laughs> from oh, the yeah. 70s um, nice just, I don't know I, I like to draw inspiration everywhere like it doesn't have to be rap for me to be mm. inspired. Even mm. even when I make rap, I still be get inspired by different things yeah. like the vocals of like seventies bands, the vibrato of like current R and B singers, yes. like which is the insane. flow of like nineties hip hop or like R and B soul, like soul music. anything that you know, anything can inspire me. Like yeah. even non-music just music music head your music head yeah so i um, feel that because i've been listening like i'm all over the place i do like i did a lot of classic rock a bunch of that like metal you know like a lot of that stuff and then i jumped into like my first the first hip-hop i ever got really introduced to was technically kanye west which was the college dropout album okay okay so did that that one and then but when i really when i really got into it was mac miller Mac Miller oh. was when he when nice. he was coming up and I, I saw my buddies told me about him. Rest in peace. Seriously, rest to, in peace. True legend. True legend that I definitely Never whenever I talk you. about it, it doesn't feel real. Yeah, when's the delusional Thomas album coming, dude? Yeah. Are you gonna do we it? We need you to do some super fucked up weird shit. Yeah. Have you heard <laughs> Delusional Thomas? Um, I mean, I pro- I don't know if I've heard it all the way through, honestly, to, we'll be, have to, to show be real. You. We'll I, have to show you after. I didn't listen to a whole lot of Mac, Mac, but like I have listened to him lately. Like yeah. Divine Feminine, I love. Like I like that real soulful, smooth. Yes. Like he, he really killed those beats. Yeah, we're gonna change. But that. um, 
um yeah i mean i i'm i definitely roll with a different personality type shit yeah. i mean i've got triple claw baby claw psycho sloth filming like I feel like those are three different yeah, areas. Vibes in it. And like, I mean, they have some overlap, but I, I do feel like different people sometimes. Yeah, yeah, like, I, like I get, I mean, different I, energies I coming through. What it's about. Yeah, yeah definitely. But um, that's fucking awesome. I, I think it's cool that you have, it's not just like, oh, yeah, I have a ring of rappers that I like, I'm super into. It's a very spread. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Gives you a lot more ideas musically just overall. Yeah, the, the iTunes shuffle is crazy yeah. in the car, bro. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah, I definitely can understand like that. Uzi, turn of the take to like yeah. BYOB. Yeah. To like, don't touch my hair. Yeah. <laughs> the lounge to like... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, I mean, dude, I can say the same thing because I'll put on playlists and people are like, dude, you just went, we just went from like crazy ass, like punk hip hop rap, like Suicide Boys. And then we would, I jump right into like something nice and soft. Like I was like Jack Johnson comes on. And then all of a sudden it's like, Banana pancakes, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, hey, I'm sorry, I'll change the vibe. My bad. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I like the shuffle. It's surprises me sometimes. Yeah. And then, I mean, I'll always sometimes skip and like until I get another song with a similar vibe, but I don't necessarily want a song from the same album or the same yeah. artist. Definitely. Just like somewhere nearby. It's, it's very, cool. very minimal so, times. Yeah. Right? yeah. I'm weird with the shuffle. I'm chaotic. Like, I don't even use playlists that much. I really just put my whole Your library whole on library shuffle, shuffle like a weirdo. <laughs> Sorry. People think I'm weird for that too. I'll be like, yeah, I shuffle things. They're like, you don't listen through like a whole album? I'm like, it's very rare for me to be like this whole album. There's usually like a couple songs I just jam hard to. If I'm like cleaning and turning up, I'll put on Eternal Take all the way through. That's a really or, good album. Uh, Cardi, self-titled. Yeah. Um, She's a badass. Birds bitch. in the She's Trap, Sing Night. Um, you know, like I'll listen to full albums too, but sometimes in the car, yeah, I, you gotta I'll, switch I'll it just up, switch it and do random shit. Oh, I wanted to, <laughs> uh, I saw your one post on your Instagram that I thought was dope because it was in a video. You did the Ozzy Osbourne bat fight. Oh, I was like, yo, hey. that's the Ozzy Osbourne bat. Shout out Black Sabbath. <laughs> Seriously, dude. I, I was actually, like, he's bringing it. I actually went and saw Black Sabbath, like. A few years ago. No way. Was it like their last tour? I want to say three years ago. Probably. But I mean, those yeah, fans we, say that a lot. Dude, yeah. I did, <laughs> we, did a show, we did a show in Arizona one time. It was uh, Rolling Stones. It was like their final tour. And I think some lady was like, I've, I saw their last final tour like back in the like, 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Fire. Nah. I mean, hey, I respect it. You got to do what you got to do. do. What you gotta do. It's a <laughs> grind. No, it was still dope. Ozzy was there going ham. Dude, that guy um, is so… So, yeah. I mean… He has a new show with his son. Did you know that? Really? No. It's like called like uh, like making up time with I can't remember his son's name, but like they oh, go okay. travel around the country and do all this <laughs> crazy cool. shit. And you just see Ozzy, oh shit, man, you know, like <laughs> moseying around. It's so awesome. That's funny. It's classic. Living a dream. Yeah, but shout out Black Sabbath. Definitely. <laughs> so, um, what uh, any what's coming on? What's coming next for projects? Hmm. Um. What are we expecting from the Psycho song? I'm, I'm getting lyric videos done. Oh, yeah, what are you talking about? Lyric you videos good? done by two different people right now. Fuck yeah. I'm getting artwork done by two different people right now. Um, 
and I'm like plotting out some music videos. But music-wise, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna go with Miseducation because like I've needed to drop that for a long time, and it's a very relevant time to drop yeah. it because you know I talk a lot about police brutality and, and the education um, of that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Mentioned Sandra Bland, so um, it's it's real uh, relevant, relevant, and I think them. it needs to come out. Um, so definitely, I think, I think the people that. need to hear it. And maybe I'll drop a boom bap project because I do have a plan to drop more hip hop, just bars, no auto tune, yeah. nothing like that, just spitting. Um, yeah. I have like a handful of songs, so I'm gonna do an EP like that. I have some more Baby Claw coming. Um, I have a, a mixtape worth of Baby Claw coming. So I don't know. Yeah. I haven't planned out concepts for that one yet. But that's going to come. Um, I have a lot of mosh pit music that just needs to drop for the sake of my mental health. <laughs> so that's for sure dropping. Like, Hell yeah. As soon as Jordan uh, finishes my yeah. masters for yeah. those. It's on. Um, Fuck yeah. I, I cannot wait for those because yeah. I don't I don't have enough um, mosh pit uh, music for the Ragers yet. Yeah. I feel like like you go to Baphomet, yeah. you, you search through that uh, mixtape, you see Manic Rabbit Sloth, yeah. you see Skeleton Up in the Grave, and you see Anarchist Address. Those are the real like hard, hard aggressive. Yeah. And then there's the Devil's Money Dance, which was that single in 2018 I dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, with Heartbreaker. Shout out Heartbreaker. You're so rude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, so um, yeah, just I, I wanted to get more aggressive music for the Ragers. It's a good I, I time just, for that. I've, I, I'm a big believer in channeling your emotion um, in the music and in music being a way to release some of your emotion. Like, yeah, it's sometimes I turn up in my room and I just mosh by myself and rage sometimes i like listen to sad shit and cry and just purge Mm -hmm. some sadness like sometimes i turn up and i'm happy like and i'm just like channeling basically how i feel and just letting it out and i think it's really important that everybody Everybody does does that that. Um, just as essential part of being human um we all have emotions and like we can't bottle it up yeah and especially men because we're taught to like stop doing that bottle it up and not share certain emotions but it's important for men to understand that they're not like weak or lesser um for expressing emotions crying being sad anything like that um you're actually strong um you're actually versatile when you do that um and you're it's healthy to do that um so yeah, you shouldn't be afraid to channel your emotions, um, the full range, the full range, not just Some. the ones that you think don't make you, um, don't take away from your masculinity or whatever. Yeah. Um, Especially yeah, like crying, really like important. letting it out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because um, that's a, if there is something that anybody wants to watch, it's um, it's called, I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's for like young men in America. Um, it's called the mask you live in. It's uh, a, it's like a docu, it's like a documentary about um how like there's like a couple different stories how one of them was like a single father and how like the adjustment of him having to play both roles of being a mom and a dad, and then like 
how uh, there's like a lot of single parent homes and these boys don't have their fathers and they're taught to like, keep it in. Hey, be a man, you know, like your father's not here. You need to be a man. You know, they're, they're put that on their, on their shoulders. So it's, if anybody wants to check it out, it's called the mask you live in. It's a really great documentary about how young men in America, how there's a certain societal thing that we put in that says you need to like not cry. You need to, you know, buck up and you need to take care of your stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. It hurts. It actually ends up harming everybody because when men uh, build up, let their emotions build up, they get violent sometimes and they take it out on other people. Um, like women are a big victim of men's yeah. violence. Um, so I think it's really important for everybody's safety. It's for the greater good. Yeah. Um, Mental health. For yourself. Um, yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's uh, in touch with your emotions. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like why I made Baby Claw because Baby Claw is super extra sure. and emotional and like out there and really transparent and expressive. And mm-hmm. I really feel like men need to be more expressive of um, how they feel. Yeah. Be honest definitely. with themselves um, and their friends and family. So, yeah. yeah. Instead of being closed off. Let it out. Let it out. Yeah. <laughs> Let it all out. <laughs> um, well, kind of, I guess we're kind of going to wrap it up here. First of all, yeah, shout out bro. to Productive Culture. Your Productive Culture. If you want to do a podcast or you want to get some mixing done, some mastering, you want to record, hit up ProductiveCulture.com. You can hit up productiveculture.com slash podcast for the podcast portion of our stuff. Um, uh, Boundless Mind Entertainment, which is um, my company. We work hand-in-hand with them. Um, we're all about the collaborate and elevate. So if you want to get in touch with us, the link or uh, email for us, if you ever want to help out or do anything with this, definitely it's going to be there. Um, what else? And shout out to Psycho Sloth, man. Love all your music. Hey, you- stop. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. Thank you, bro. Every time I when I mix your stuff, I'm like, I hear that. I'm like, yeah, we're starting the song right now. It's fucking. Hey. Have to pull a sound bite, dude, for the for the sounds. Oh, for the sounds. Feel free. Slump, feel free. You you have my permission. Hell yeah, <laughs> you Hell can yeah. use that. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. But dude, thank you for, thank having you for me. coming on, dude. It's definitely an honor to have you on. Um, uh, I can't wait to see your album come out. Um. And get those all put out there and then, um, and people to hear your message, what you put through your music, man. And, uh, I can't wait to see what we get to do with you and work with you. Uh, post, post Rona, when we get to do some shows and we get to actually get some people interactions, you know, get some, get some of that connection with the community. So, cause that's what we're all about here. Um, another shout out to, uh, Inland Empire Distribution and The Thought. Um, go check out the Black Noise. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. You've uh listened to Mad Track Talk. Everything's mad, everything's tracks, and all the talk, baby. We'll see you next time. Later. Stop creeping around in a graveyard.